And that music means that again, yes, again, listeners, it's a time for another Turn It Up. Yay! Intern Edition Music Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Raby, the host with the most. I am the, yes, the All Songs Considered Intern, and joining me is the superfluously splendid and definitely stupendous intern, Jenna Strucko. How are you doing, Jenna? I'm doing pretty well. I've heard that you are going on a caffeine fast. I am. I, I'm calling it a caffeine cleanse, actually, because I like alliteration. And I... <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> well, you like puns. I like puns, too, but I think I like alliteration a little more. As uh, you can see by the headlines that end up on NPR Music's website, if they have alliteration in them, they're my doing most of the time. But yes, I have had one Coke today. One can of Coke, which is a huge accomplishment for me. I, I normally am drinking about, I don't know, four a day, if not more. She usually Mount, has, Diet Mountain Dew is my yeah, favorite. She usually has a industrial waist-sized <laughs> can of Diet Mountain Dew that kind of looks like if you drank it over and over and over, you'd become, oh, who's that Nickelodeon woman who would turn into goo? I was about to say the slime woman. Yeah, the slime woman. <laughs> I don't think that's the name. But... <laughs> Tell us. Tell us, listeners. Speaking of horrifying slime, you have a song to play, don't you? (laughs) Hey, that is not fair because on a lot of levels, this is good. And also, you are the one that told me about it, Dan Raby. Did I? If I recall, which I do because I never forget anything ever, which isn't true, but it is right now. You snuck up to my desk and you plopped this on my desk and you said, listen to this. I think you'll like it. After I got over being like, (gasps) Because you just appeared, I listened to it, and you were totally right. This is Hearts by the Mean Season, and let's go ahead and have a listen first. Hearts by Mean Season, and uh, Dan, 
I have to ask, what were the aspects of that song that made you think Jenna will love this? I want to know what my tastes are from someone else. Okay, well, from the very beginning, I've known you're a folky girl. That's true. It's a nice woman singer. It is. One. The whole thing is kind of melancholy, but not melancholy in a sad way, but sort of just a sweet way. It's It's a very sweet song. Okay. And the chorus, I think hits right with you. It's sort of a deconstructive chorus. It's intelligent, a smart person's folky song. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I'm flattered by your interpretations of my taste because, well, I like the way you said it, and also because they're pretty accurate. They're pretty much what I wrote down. I calls them like I sees them. (laughs) What I was going to say is this song really sounds to me like the embodiment of a dark comedy, if I can say that and make that leap. So dripping with sarcasm, but also it has this very literal aspect to it and I feel like that's how dark comedy is presented as a film and it's just translated here in an interesting way but you were so right about the chorus the cadence of it and you know the like falling down like that is the type of thing that always gets me and it always gets stuck in my head and if I listen to a song the first time through and I think this is going to get stuck in my head over and over, which it has, you know, I know it's going to be a winner. So Dan, you called it right off the get-go. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) So what have you selected, Dan, as your new song? This is going to be a kind of strange way of discovering this song. Great. I discovered this from the New York Times fashion blog, and it was about a French fashion show and the song that was playing during the French fashion show. The guy's name is Zebra Cats. (laughs) Cats spelled with a Z. I love it then. I love Z things. Well, and this song is called I'm a Reed. Fucking cats. I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch. 
It's gonna be cohesive. It's gonna be my thesis. I'ma read that bitch. I'm that bitch. I'ma read, I'ma read, I'ma read. I'ma read, I'ma read, I'ma read. I'ma read that bitch. I'm that bitch. First period, don't give a fuck. Second period, gon' get cut. Lunchtime, beat that bitch. Like a slaughterhouse, I'll bleed that bitch. Class president, I'ma lead that bitch. Take him outside, I don't need that bitch. School's out, bell starts ringing. Better watch out, cause I'm gonna start swinging. School's out, bell starts ringing. Better watch out, cause I'm gonna start swinging. What? I'ma chop that bitch. I'ma slice that bitch. I'ma dice that bitch. I'ma ice that bitch. I don't like that bitch. I'ma fight that bitch. That was I'm a Read by Zebra Cats and Nijina Red Fox. What did I just hear? Kind of sinister, right? That's like a demonic, twisted school rap song. It's like kind of creepy, Dan. But that's why I love it. Because it's... <laughs> You're it, into creepy things lately, it I'm, seems. I, I, I do love some creep. I have to agree. <laughs> it's not scary in the way of like a slasher film. It's scary no. in a way where you you get into it, and as it keeps on going on, the echoing in the voices, yeah. the um, the sort of monotone of everything, they do not care that they are going to school you by cutting you up. Yeah, and like slaughterhouse mm-hmm. bleat, like that's scary. And uh, I mean, for all you listening, you didn't see the music video along with us just now, but you should go Google it because it is kind of scary (laughs) there is no fun in this song no fun no smile and i see this a lot as um i've been listening to the death grips new album okay um the money store which is sort of this kind of feel but a lot more aggressive this (laughs) is this is downtrodden this is very i'm gonna do this to you and i don't care (laughs) and this is more sinister than death grips who are just screaming and like violently abrupt (laughs) these people are the nice people that are gonna snap and get you like These are the serial killers. Death grips are the just violent thugs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we've taken it to a dark place, but do not <laughs> worry. We've got some bright music coming up. Don't okay, f- good. Thank goodness. It's on to our next segment, and we are lucky enough to have in the studio the wonderful, the excellent, the absolutely fabulous Morgan Tepper, a.k.a. DJ Lisa Frank. Hello. A.k.a. my favorite DJ name ever. <laughs> Thank- I'm happy to be here. Oh, thanks so much for coming in. Seriously, I ever since Dan said DJ Lisa Frank was going to be joining us, I don't think I've ever sat still since then. I'm like, DJ Lisa Frank, that's the best name. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, Morgan, you work at U-Haul, U-Street Music Hall, yes, one of I the do. biggest dance clubs or sort of secret dance clubs in D.C. Like, it's underground. Yeah, almost. it's a it's an underground hybrid dance music and live music venue. And you also blog for the dance blog Bliss Pop? I sure do. It was started by Will Eastman a little over 10 years ago. I think the blog started about eight years ago, but um, his actual party has been around for about 12 years. So, yep, uh, I write for Bliss Pop and I DJ for Bliss Pop as well um, under the moniker DJ Lisa Frank. (laughs) Oh, yep. So how did you get started in the D.C. DJ scene? And what's the story behind Lisa Frank? Well, um... (laughs) I started out actually uh, at American University student-led radio station with you, Dan. That was uh, centered around electronic dance music, and I had that for two years, and that's kind of where I got to know everyone in the local um, electronic music scene here. 
Um, I had a bunch of friends come and spin on the show. Uh, people like Willie Eastman and Titsworth and Nouveau Riche and a few others. And that's kind of where I built my connections within this whole music scene here. And uh, that's how I met everybody. And then it just so happened that right when I was ending my time at American University and at the radio station there, I started, well, I got asked to work at U Street Music Hall because that was opening when I was leaving school. So it was kind of all about timing. Um, Will Eastman kind of picked me up and he was like, hey, do you want to work at U Street Music Hall? And I was like, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to work there. So it's, it's cool. Um, and so I've been working there for the past two years. And it's been awesome. Um, and as far as DJing goes, <laughs> DJ Lisa Frank. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> I started out DJing just under my regular name, Morgan Tupper. And then I'm like, oh, I should do something more fun than that. Yeah, I had a lifelong fascination with Lisa Frank, who is the uh, famed uh, 80s and 90s stationery. And stickers. And that, sticker designer. That was my deal. <laughs> Sticker collection all the way when I was a kid. Yep. Loved, loved her. Yes. <laughs> when I started DJing, I was really into playing more of like kind of colorful, sunshiny, happy dance music. And I thought, you know, and it fit really well because it's, you know, it's kind of if you ever take a look at Lisa Frank products, they're very, you know, neon and Hollywood bears and um, unicorns. Rainbow tigers. And rainbow tigers. Cloud and of dreams. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you know, I've kind of grown and evolved a little bit in a different direction as far as DJing goes, but I still definitely love, you know, like happy, sunshiny dance music, but I've kind of gone a little bit deeper, a little bit darker, actually. Um, that's that's where DJ Lisa Frank came from. So you yeah. brought us three songs today. The first song is Volta Bureau? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Volta Bureau is a group that was formed, uh, I believe, last year, um, and it's actually Will Eastman and um, two other artists, Output Message and Mike Avellian. And they were all kind of independently producing for a while here in D.C. Yeah, they recently got together and uh, formed a group. They do live electronics and they also DJ. They're great producers. They're some of my favorite people. Let's check it out. Yeah. 
That was Volta Bureau with Love Cubed Original Mix. Oh yes. my <laughs> gosh. How did you feel about that? I freaking loved that. That sounded like glitter was just cascadingly falling yeah, from like, the ceiling. It's like, <laughs> it's like happiness. It is. It's very euphoric and... Um, Maybe it was like we put glitter in a champagne bottle and we shook it up and then yeah. we just like... Yeah, it's kind of like a song for the peak moment of the evening. It's a, it's a big burst of energy yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Love Cubed, it actually came out uh, yesterday on um New York label called Nervous Records. It's an indie dance song. It's kind of, you know, it's really upbeat. It's got some soulful disco tinged a little bit. Their second single, Alley Cat, has actually been on uh, the Beatport dance charts for past six months so they're doing really really well so i'm excited for this new single and that it's out there and um hopefully it'll do just as well i think it will it's a great track so imagine like i am a new kid entering dc for the first time and i have no idea about anything about dc or dc music what would be like the first thing you'd have me do to like get really the feel of dc especially within your guys uh, musical community as far as electronic music goes yeah um i definitely point them in the direction of east street music hall you know it's definitely become the hub of electronic music in dc uh so many amazing things have gone through there and go through there a lot of international djs and artists uh, legends like people like dimitri from paris we have dj sneak coming up todd terry uh, Doc Martin, you know, you can see a lot of old school DJs and you can see a lot of new things, and new faces. And it kind of U Street Music Hall touches on every music, electronic music genre, pretty much. So if that's what you want to get into and you have kind of a broad taste, I mean, there's something for everybody there. So I would definitely point them in the direction there. And everyone who is involved with booking the artists there are very, very much on the forward cusp of things. They're always looking for, you know, what's next and what's new and, you know, as well as what's classic and been around for a while. And everyone that works there is very much up on things. How do you guys stay up on things as far as electronic music? Because I feel like it's very internet-based. It's, it's a yeah. community you have to kind of find your way into and maybe that perception's wrong <laughs> i don't know yeah no it is it is very much um internet based you can look on the internet and see what trends are you know it's kind of just like following any type of trend it's like you know there are certain websites that you know they would look at you know things like resident advisor or maybe even hype machine or you know just to see what's going on and who has gotten really great reviews and who has a good response and it's either that or maybe even going to festivals like you know, the upcoming Detroit Music Festival, you could go there and see how they are and um, see the crowd response. Um, I think actually being at a place where an artist is when they're performing is the best way to really figure out if they're going to be good for a booking, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah, there's multiple sources you can look at. You can also look at, like, people, humans, internet. <laughs> What's your second song that you're going to be playing tonight? Uh, the second song is from another DC-based artist. His name is Alvin Risk. Um, he's just recently really, really, really blown up uh, these past couple of years, and um, he's a really, really nice guy. He actually helped uh, put in the sound at U Street Music Hall. So, uh, yeah, Alvin Risk, and this is, I think, the third track off of his latest EP called Infinity, and this is the title track, and that just came out a couple of days ago. And here it is. Let's go. 
Alvin Risk with Infinity. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Alvin Risk, uh, is, he's another one of my favorites. He's He's been around for a while. Um, he actually released this track, I think, two years ago under a different moniker called Night. But I think, um, I don't know if that really took off. And then he ended up re-releasing this track under his name now, Alvin Risk. Um, and it just came out on Dimmac Records, which is owned by... Steve Aoki, 
Um, Whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely going places for sure. Dude, he's um, blowing up. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. Um, it was just featured on Spin Magazine, too, I think. So, yeah, that track is probably my favorite Alvin Risk song uh, ever. It's just got a lot of amazing elements. And it's, yeah. it's really dark. That voice kind of reminds me of the guy from Thriller. Since you are DJ Lisa Frank, which I'm going to say as many times as I possibly can. <laughs> DJ Lisa Frank. You have to make hour-long mixes probably all the time because you never want to repeat. Would this song be on one of those mixes? Like, how would you make that work? Um, I think, are you are you talking about a mix that I would record to put up? Or like when I'm when I'm preparing to DJ out live? Or? Let's say live. Okay. Um, Song selection just really depends on the kind of party that you're playing and the other DJs that you're playing with. Like I would, I would never play. I would probably not play that that last track with you know alongside something like Maya Jane Coles because it's kind of you know she does kind of a deeper feel, a more kind of deep house or techno uh, type of vibe. So um, you'd have to take into consideration where you're playing and what environment you're playing in and who you're playing for and um, what other DJs you're sharing the bow with. Um, so that's definitely something to all think about before uh, you prepare a set for the evening. Um, as far as making a DJ mix goes, making DJ mixes kind of showcases who you are as a DJ and what your sound is and what you like. Ahead of time, you'd have to think about what direction you want to go in as a DJ or what kind of song you want to put forth and what you want to be known for. For me personally, I'd put people like you know Maya Jane or... Maceo Plex or Cats and Dogs, um, people like that that are a little bit more on the uh, deeper, techier side of house music. Um, that's kind of what I've been into lately. That's what I definitely consider in making a in making a DJ mix. And then the actual mix for me, I like I like it to kind of have like a flow, like you know, kind of start out like slow. And when I think about making a DJ mix, I think about sex. So it's like the beginning's kind of like the warm-up, like foreplay, you know, it's like you don't want to go in too hard, and then you kind of like build up to a peak, and then you kind of cool down <laughs> a little bit, if that makes any sense. Well, you've got one more song to provoke us emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yes. This is uh, Soul Sway, who is a good friend of mine. Um, I actually DJed my first gig with him ever a few years ago in a pizza shop in Lynchburg, Virginia. And he since has, he's been playing in D.C. for a while. He's a part of a group called Empresarios. Um, but he also does his own thing called Soul Sway, which is like a deeper house um, project. Uh, yeah, this is one of his newer tracks uh, that came out on um, an EP for, uh, I think it's, I believe it's Deep Soul Recordings. Let's check it out. <laughs> Thank you. 
house there mm. that was soul sways have faith <laughs> i feel like it's still resonating in my head yeah i can't really get it out <laughs> it's very very sexy very smooth kind of deep house um from soul sway uh <laughs> and dan's still dancing to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> wonderful yeah 
I really, really like that kind of stuff. Um, that's kind of more of what I'm in line with. That was Soul Sway. He plays every Friday, actually, at Gazuza and other places around town. So, yeah, you should check him out if you're in the area. Nice. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming in, Morgan. <laughs> it was a pleasure. I mean, one of the, our favorite things about this whole podcast is that we get to bring in people from like all different walks of life and we really need like an electronic person to come in mm-hmm. um, and someone that reminds me of my childhood with lisa frank <laughs> is always always welcome in my eyes Aww. <laughs> well thank you um do you have anything coming up that you want to talk about in like your twitter yada 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 in your twitter <laughs> universe <laughs> yeah well okay if you want to follow me on twitter i don't really i don't really talk about anything important on twitter it's usually when i'm out and i'm had a couple drinks and I'm talking about what's going on. <laughs> yeah, some things coming up. I'm actually going to be DJing um, with my fellow Bliss Pop DJ. His name is Chris Nitty. And we're going to be doing a back-to-back set at um, an outdoor festival. Um, it's called Outside and it's it's a part of Forward Fest this week, which is a, a big electronic music festival this week held by 88B. It's actually on uh, 2nd and L Street Northeast. And we'll be DJing, I believe, somewhere between 6 and 8 p.m. Um, outside on the U Street Music Hall local stage. Uh, and you can also check out Mr. Bonkers, who will be doing some disco. Um, Billy the Gent and Obeya, they'll be doing a back-to-back set of probably mostly Moon Baton Pacemaker, which is uh, Sammy Y of NPR. NPR's own <laughs> Sammy Y. He'll be on the U Street Music Hall local stage as well with Eric Tilden. They'll be probably doing some house. Um, we also have Denman, who will be doing uh, probably some future bass, and Jules, who will be doing drum and bass. Um, so, yeah, come check us out. Um, should be fun. And if you want to check me out on SoundCloud or listen to my mixes or anything, um, it's soundcloud.com slash Lisa Frank, which is spelled L-X-S-X-F-R-X-N-K. There's no vowels. It's just X's because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> That's so, pretty wise. <laughs> yeah, so you can check me out there. Or you can be my friend on Facebook. My name's Morgan Tapper. Well, thank you so much, Morgan. <laughs> thank you so much. I had a great time. So I don't know how we're going to follow up from that. I don't know if we can top it. I really don't. Well, I guess we have to take on the mantle of the classic, quote unquote, song. Classic songs? <laughs> Here and we see go. If we, and see if we can beat those funky beats the deep house that was going on we can try we can try and it's my turn to start yeah okay all right we got to take a deep breath okay you're not preparing me for something like zebra cats are you no 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 i just recovered from that just now the song that i'm gonna play is definitely not sinister at all if anything if there's one adjective i'd describe it it's meditative so you're gonna like this i like the sound of that to go to where my mind is going right now (laughs) i've got to say that um, Nick Zamuto, formerly of the books, released an album this year called Zamuto, mm-hmm. and it's probably the album I've listened to most of any album this year, at least. Hmm. But not because I like it, but because I love the book so much, and I'm yes, trying to do. force myself into liking this album. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because I miss them so much. They just broke up. And it's sort of, you have two friends and they were perfect together, but they broke Mm. up because one of them doesn't like cats or something. And you're like, no, no, get back together. I I want you. And you're hanging out with one of the friends, but it's just not the same. That's really sad. So I'm going to go back to like when times were better (laughs) to my favorite books album, the books album that people kind of ignore for the most part. Okay. Um, 
people love The Limit of Pink and Thought for Food, but people don't really talk about Lost and Safe that much. It's sort of their their album that was good, but people, eh, whatever's mm. about it. <laughs> There's better. They've done better. And I'm going to play one of the last songs in the album, An Owl with Knees. This song embodies what the books are to me. They're a deep breath of fresh air. There's some noise in there, but it's all just very quiet, very relaxing. This is music that's perfect if you've had a really bad day and you just want to take it out on something. So basically what you're saying is this song is a musical leech. Exactly. <laughs> it sucks I all pre- the bad stuff out, even I if it's a little bit icky. sponge. Sponge? But that doesn't suck it out of you. That absorbs. Well, That's it absorbs the, the anger. Okay. It can be a spongy leech. How about that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I definitely think this song, now with millions, is a great one. All right. Let's hear it then.
Um, What'd you think? Don't don't interrupt me. I'm still meditating, Dan. That that was really nice. I really dug it. And one of the first things I said was, this sounds like Jose Gonzalez, like right off the bat. And you wouldn't be far off. They've worked with Jose Gonzalez in the Dark Was the Night compilation. Aha, uh-huh, that's it. Everyone talked about the Dirty Projectors David Byrne song. Yeah. This song... It was really nice. It's hard to do mellow music without veering into the Yanni, John Tesh, new agey mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they really do it well. Yeah, I they think. walk the line between the, mm-hmm. you know, sounding mellow but not being too overplayed and trite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, my song's going to be a little change of pace yeah, for us. Take us. What are you going to take us out on? <laughs> I'm going to take us out on a little more energetic feel. <laughs> um, but I'm going to play Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, the song Opus 17, also known as Don't You Worry About Me, which is much more upbeat, <laughs> much more driven. Uh, and it has a very profound trumpet opening. And I have found lately that I am like obsessed with horns and, and music. I don't I don't know how I've never noticed before, but I really, really like it. And I played a song yesterday actually. I played a song on our last podcast actually with trumpets and continuing the trend here. But um I really I really love Frankie Valley. I could have picked any song. Um and this this one used to be my ringtone. So I'm a little bit partial to it and it still gets stuck in my head. And I don't know, I I think there's a little part of my heart that still wishes that this sort of music was played on Top 20 radio, um, because it was in the 60s, and I just, I wish we could go back to that era. So, we'll we'll end on a bang, and, uh... But before we end on a bang... (laughs) That's right. I always forget this part. And we'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast. Yes. We, if you want to keep up with the NPR interns, we only have a limited time left, but we'd love every second of it. You can check us out on Tumblr at nprinterns.tumblr.com. You can also check us out on our website, which is npr.org slash intern edition slash spring 2012. Or you can just Google it. You can just Google it, which is actually a little bit easier. (laughs) If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Rabyville, R-A-B-Y, Ville like the city. (laughs) <laughs> Just the singular city named Bill and with nothing you, ahead of it. If you want to follow Jenna, you can follow her at Rabyville at R-A-B-Y, <laughs> Ville like the city. Uh, is this your way of telling me that you've been tweeting things I say during the day? Oh, yeah, definitely. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Thanks again, everybody. And here's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons with Opus 17. Thanks for listening. Oh, my friend.